Praise God, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan. Shabbat Shalom. Today, we're going to pick it up from chapter Genesis 6. And it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and the doors were born unto them, that the Son of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now, I want to talk about this for a second, because man was not supposed to uh, have children with the angels. That was not appropriate. Um, and because in doing so, it caused destruction upon them. Um, the angels that came down were no doubt the fallen angels. Um, they intermingled and they gave them a lot of insight into things that man really shouldn't have been privy to at the time. He wasn't ready for it. Nevertheless, uh, he did. And through having children with these angels, their children were tall and strong and mighty. Mightier and stronger than normal. And these were people like, if you think about it, uh, Samson was like that. And Goliath was really tall and big. He was a giant in the land. Um, if you go into Greek mythology, you'll hear about Zeus, all the gods and the demigods. This is what they're talking about in reference to. This is the kind of people that were born from the mixing of the angels and the humans. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart. Now, the last lesson we talked about, um, I mentioned about grieving the Lord and what it can do. Um, basically, the Lord can just literally clap his hands and say, that's enough. And so, as we see here, the Lord is very vexed, very sore. So let's move on and see what happens in chapter 7, uh, six, chapter 6 and 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, 
for it repenteth me that I have made them. And Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now these are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a man perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. So Noah begot Shem, Ham, and Jaspeth. And the earth was corrupted before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And the Lord looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh and corrupt his way upon the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Now notice he says, I will destroy them with the earth. Now let's just keep that in mind because that's going to play a big part in the coming uh, scripture. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shall make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, and the breadth of it fifty cubits, the height of it thirty cubits. Of the window shall thou make to the ark, and in a cubic shall thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof, its lower, second, and third stories shall thou make it, and behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh. Within is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in earth shall die. Now let's pause here for a second. So, first of all, this is a big boat. And it has three levels, three stories. So, one story is for the family. The second story is probably for food, for the family and the animals. And the third story is probably for the animals. So you have to think about how many animals is going into this ark. And that'll give you some idea of how big this ark has to be in order to hold these animals. Not so much the family. Of course, the family has, you know, their area. But the animals is the key as far as the length and the width of the ark. Okay, let's move on. Uh... Verse 18. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy son, thy sons and thy wife, and thy son's wife with thee, and every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee, and they shall be male and female of fowl after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing of the earth after their kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee 
of all fruit that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah do according to all that the Lord had commanded him. Now, again, when you think about this, the Lord is reestablishing his covenant. That means that anything that happened prior to this covenant is history. It's gone. So that really lets you know that all those people and everything back before Noah and his family and these animals no longer exist and is no longer considered to be a command. The Lord is starting fresh and new. Now let's move on to chapter 7 and 1. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by seven. So you figure every clean beast on the face of the earth at that time. He's taken seven of them, male and female, right? And of beasts that are not clean by two, male and female. Of fowls also of the air by seven, male and female. And to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. That is a huge amount of animals in that ship and that means that's a big ship um, let's move on to seven and four for yet seven days and I will I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. Now I want everyone to kind of, uh, if you have a pencil and pad, jot down some things like, 40 days and 40 nights. That has a significant meaning. And you'll see that as we move on into the scriptures. And then we'll talk about 40 days and 40 nights. And, it, and what that number actually means. Um, there's also something else I want you to keep in mind. Is that Methuselah uh, lived to be 900 and 69 years old. This was uh, before the flood happened. This was uh, part of Noah's family, um, before he had Limerick. And he was pretty much the, the last oldest living person. I don't think, we'll, we'll find out soon, but I don't think Noah lived quite that long. But I think uh, Methuselah was the longest living. And 
because right after that, the Lord said that he would not allow anyone to live past 120 years. Okay, so let's move on now to uh, 7 and 8. And Noah went in and his wife and sons and his son's wives with him into the ark because the waters of the flood of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, of the fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. They went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundred year of Noah's life, in the second month and the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were open. Um, I always say it's good to write down the numbers because, again, these numbers have significant meanings. So the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the deep. It's interesting, they said the 17th day. Okay, and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, there's the 40 days and 40 nights again. In the self same day, into Noah and Shem and Ham and Jasper, the sons of Noah, Noah's wife, and the three wives of the sons with them into the ark. They and every beast of his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind and every bird of every sort. Now no, imagine um, everything went into the ark two by two. Nobody was crowding. There wasn't a, you know, like four lanes of animals going in at time. No, every, they went in two by two. So you know that this was orchestrated by God. Um, it also says the creeping things. I mean, just picture in your mind uh, creeping animals creeping up the walk, or if, if you will, the the doorway or the walkway where the doorway is to get into the boat. That's that's really a picture to behold. And the birds flying in, you know, wow. And they went, they went in into Noah, into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they went in and in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. So, after everything went in, the Lord shut them in. Not Noah, not Noah's sons, not Noah's. The Lord shut them in. So you see here, when the Lord seals you in, you're in. There's not going to be any mishaps. You know, if man shuts you in, it could be a problem. You might have not shut the door properly or something could have got it caught in the door you didn't see it could be anything but no the Lord sealed them in okay 
and the flood was 40 days upon the earth. And the waters increased and bared up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole earth were covered. Fifteen cubic upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both fowl, cattle, and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was breath of life, of all that was in the dry land, died. And so if you, you think about it now, um, the Lord opened up the deep, which is under the waters. So we have water under us, under our lands. And that's basically what he did. He opened that up. So if you're standing on, say, dry land, it's not dry anymore because it opens up and you literally go down into water. And then there's water coming out of the heavens pouring down on top of you. So they really, the people really didn't have a chance to do anything. They were gone in seconds. Uh, Every living thing, substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man, cattle, and creeping thing, and the fowl of the heavens. And they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were in the ark with him. And the waters prevailed upon the earth, and hundreds, a hundred and fifty days. That's a pretty long time. Quite a long time to be in the boat, and quite a long time to uh, be in there with animals and everybody else. And remember, everything was rationed, like water and food. And I'm sure that everybody was ready to get out of that boat and get washed because, uh, you know, they did the best they could, but I'm sure it wasn't the most desirable. Okay, we're going to pause for a few seconds. I'll be back in a few minutes. We'll hear from our sponsor.
Hello everyone. Are you looking Are you looking to do a program or a show that you'd like to get out to your community or perhaps across the world? May I suggest trying Anchor Podcasts? Anchor Podcasts allows you free episodes at home your community, or even across the world. Try Anchor Podcast today. Hello everyone, this is Minister Macmillan, now returning back to our regularly scheduled program. So when we left off, Noah and the animals and his wife and his sons and his son's wives were all in the boat being protected by God of the waters that were her had come upon the earth and washed everything away. Everything was dead. And so now we are going to chapter 8 in Genesis and we will continue. And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. Now Notice what they say here in chapter 8. I want people to understand what happens when God gets angry. God is, is a loving God. He's a gracious God. He's a merciful God. But he's also is a God that you don't want to be on the other side of his anger. If you notice, it says, and God remembered Noah. You see, because God was so angry, he forgot about anything. Noah and all them. Yes, he knew they were there. He was protecting them, but he forgot because of his anger. He was very angry. So, let's move on. And and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged. The, found, the fountains also of the deep and the waters of heaven were stopped. And the rain from heaven was restrained. You see? So once the Lord remembered Noah and the animals and the rest of the family, he stopped everything. And the waters returned 
from off the earth continually. And after the end of 150 days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month. So again, take your pen or pencil and just jot those numbers down. And um, perhaps maybe uh, after this lesson, I'll do a quick uh, submission of the months. Um, some of you might be interested in reading the Hebrew words for each month. I know a lot of people now are interested in uh, reading Hebrew and learning the language. Um, I did myself a couple of years ago. I took a course in it and uh, it really did help me out in being able to pronounce some of the words in the scriptures that I didn't, uh, I couldn't quite get the pronunciation prior to that. And it also gave me a good insight into the stories in the in the Bible. So, those of you who are interested, um, you might want to send a little uh, comment, you know. And and if you are, you know, send me a comment, and I will uh, take a day, and we can go over a few things like numbers, uh, letters, alphabet. Um, what certain words mean. You know, in the Jewish language, uh, unlike English, they have more than one meaning. Like some words in English have more than one meaning too, but a lot of the Jewish uh, words have more than one meaning. And it kind of throws you off when you're reading the text because you really need to know what those words mean in order to get a full understanding. But we'll get into that. Um, if you're interested in that, please, by all means, uh, send me a, a message. At the end of this program, I'll leave my email for you. Okay, so let's move on. Um, so the fountain, uh, this is chapter 8, uh, verse 2. The foundations also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heavens were restrained. Now moving on to three. And the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. So the waters stopped after a hundred and fifty days, and the ark rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountain of Arat, and the waters deceased, de, uh, the, I'm sorry, the waters decreased continually until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountain seen, and it came to pass at the end of four day, 40 days, that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. 
So, let's just back up a little bit. Okay, so first of all, those of you who are writing down the months, that was the 10th month and the first day. Okay, um, then next it says, uh, Noah opened the window at the end of 40 days. The ark came to a rest in the seventh month. Okay. Seventh month and the 17th day. On the uh, are, are on the Arak mountain. Now, the waters decrease continually until the 10th month. The 10th month. Right? And the first day. So that means that he was, they were still in the boat. It was 150 days for the waters to stop. Plus, he was still in the boat for three more months at this point in time. Okay. Then it says, And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. So that's 40 days more three months 40 days and it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made and he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. And also he set forth a dove from him to see if the, if the water were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the soles of her feet. And she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. So you see, this is what we were saying earlier. You see, she was flying around, 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 and she didn't have anywhere to land other than when he put his arm out to receive her, to pull her back into the ark. 
this is what happened to the birds when they were flying around during the flood. This is a fine example. They, they had no place to land, and when they did land, they died. The waters overtook them. And he stayed yet another seven days. Another seven days. So seven days more. Three months, 40 days, and then another seven days. Again, he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening. And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. Okay? Now, and he stayed yet another seven days. That's another seven days he stayed in there. And set forth the dove which returned not again unto him anymore. And it came to pass in Six hundred and first year in the first month, the first day of the month. Okay. So that's six oh one year, right? First month, first day of the month. The waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. Okay, so seven month, tenth month, first month. Seventh month, tenth month, first month. Right? So you have seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven, twelve, one. So that's seven. And now it says, and in the second month, on the seventh and seventeenth day of the month, was the earth dry. So that's the second month on the seventh and the seventeenth day. So that's eight months. And God spoke unto Noah. So you know what's interesting about this, and this is why I said if you want to learn about the Hebrew uh, numbers, um, that number has a significant meaning. Um, it means new beginnings. So... It's important, like I said, to learn about the Hebrew letters and alphabets. Um, it will help you a great deal in your, for those of you who are reading the Bible um, and want to get a little more out of the Bible, 
uh, you know, just just not much to invest. You can even go online and you can find out from online. Okay, so let's move on. So now it took him eight months. So now he brings, bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cow and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his son's wife with him, and every beast, and every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kind, went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast. Now remember, there was seven. So he took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered a burnt offering on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. Now, there's two things of importance here. One thing, the first thing is, is that the Lord says, I will never again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. And so, if you remember back in the story when, um, uh, uh, Cain and Abel, and the Cain killed his son Abel, and the Lord said to uh, said to Cain, uh, the ground was cursed because he had killed his brother. So again, here the Lord is saying the ground was cursed because of all those people and animals whose lives were taken. Because the ground swallowed all that up, right? Okay. The other uh, interesting part here is that the Lord said, The man's heart is evil from his youth. So from man being young and uh, not not knowledgeable, you know, when you're young, you don't, uh, you don't have a knowledge as, as an older person, a wiser person, someone that's has done all these things and been through things, they're a little more wiser. Um, of course, there's always, there's always one out there that's different, but we're not talking about the one that's different. We're talking about most people um, so he's literally saying when they're young like that, they have evil intentions in their heart. Knowingly or unknowingly, it's there. Um, I am, um, 
So as he goes on to say, uh, while the earth remain of seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. So he's basically saying, I will not do this again as long as it's seed time and harvest, cold winter and so forth. And so this is a solemn promise. Okay. Now we're going to stop here today and we will pick up again tomorrow. But it's very interesting to see how uh, man man was, you know, literally taken out by God because of his his arrogance and his wickedness and um, how he chose one out of the group that he's found to be righteous and uh, kept them alive until uh, he, he was, let's just say he was over his anger. And it's even more astounding to see that Noah really was a righteous man. Um, he gave, uh, he literally gave praise and thanks to the Lord after coming off the boat. Uh, he killed, he sacrificed rather, let me say kill, but he sacrificed the animals to the Lord as you're, as they were supposed to do uh, when they were giving praise and blessing to God. And that's exactly what he did. So you can see why the Lord chose him out of all the people that died in the flood. Okay, so that is our program for today. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, this is this is Mac Minister McMillan, and if you'd like to contact me, as I said earlier, uh, some of you might like to learn more about Hebrew, uh, the numbers, the letters, uh, what some words mean. Please, by all means, uh, you can contact me at McMillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S. 75 gmail.com again that's macmillions m-c-m-i-l-l-i-o-n-s 75 at gmail.com now there's some of you out there that would like to donate to to this program or you would like to sponsor the program there are two buttons uh, on the cover of this program that you can push and all the information that you are requesting will be right there at your fingertips. Again, thank you for joining our program today. And have a blessed evening. Good night.